0: Some of you may discover a wonderful vocation you'd never even imagined. Others may find out life isn't fair. In spite of your masters from Bryn Mawr, you might end up a glorified babysitter to a bunch of dead-eyed fourth graders while your husband runs naked on a beach with your marriage counselor! Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors.
1: Listen, here we are again. My name is
0: Greg. My name is Alan. And... Heidi ho neighborinos. You know what? I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You like I, it? Let's go with it. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and
1: that quote came from Mrs. Krabappel in the episode Separate Vocations. One of two episodes we will be talking about today. Correct. The other one is Dog of Death. These are the 18th and 19th episodes of The Simpsons' third season. We are trucking. <laughs> space trucking. We got a great big convoy. Across the USA.
0: <laughs> Ain't she a beautiful sight? Convoy. Uh, yeah, so, um, before we, uh, start talking about the episodes, uh, we got to, uh, we got to talk about, uh, how you, how you been, Greg? Um, I feel like you have something you want to talk to me about.
1: I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Hang on a second. Oh, okay. He, fr- uh, he forgot uh, it already. Hang
2: on. All right. Uh. Hang on, sir. <laughs> You guys, you guys are gonna edit this in post. Right? Yeah, of Absolutely course. Absolutely not. We, we I everything. won. <laughs> you, what'd you win? <laughs> you won three hats. I won. Well, four. Oh, someone, four hats. Someone
1: took them. Someone took someone the other took one. One? <laughs> one of the Ife. Ife took took the other one. But we got we got three hats. What? Why? Okay, explain. We won the trivia. Trivia night. Yeah. No, you didn't. Well, it came in second. Whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> won prizes. The they three? won prizes. Second comes prizes. Prizes prizes right under first.
1: Prizes so, what do, you, uh, what do you want here? Figure you can have two because Janelle might want one. Uh,
0: pff, uh, I doubt she does, but. Um... She was on the
1: team. I'm just trying to. No, I you know. I, just, I don't think I she's a totally hat want one. person. All right, there we go. We can yeah. give one, give to, one our to our guests. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> I want that one. Hey. Want, okay. yeah, yeah, have simple, me on and not one.
2: give me a hat. I want, that's the one I've always <laughs> All right, one. fantastic.
1: Uh, AFLEX technology. All in! Oh, yeah, so nice. we are now. So we got our hats on. All yeah. of us wearing our Big Rock hats that yes. we won from the uh, Woohoo Classic Simpsons Trivia Night. Uh, a um, note is uh,
0: Big Rock is not a sponsor of ours. But, no, not yet. But, you know, uh, yeah. you know I've
1: been thinking,
0: why not? I, I mean, they why sponsor not? YYC uh, Trivia Night. Why so. not, Big
1: Rock? We are we are in the uh, market for sponsors. We're, and we are the only. Simpsons podcast In Calgary <laughs> Based in Calgary
0: Yeah We're the so... only one Wait, wait,
2: wait You guys are a Simpsons podcast? That's, did correct. That? Did That's that? correct Am I not on CinePals <laughs> Which covers many things Like Ant-Man uh... And other things That aren't the Simpsons
0: <laughs> You are not You Sorry, are buddy. in fact <laughs> On The Two Bad Neighbors uh, uh, we A, comp- have a comprehensive And encyclopedia compendium Of all things Simpsons Seasons 1 through 10 Amazing
2: yeah, and, good thing. Uh, good thing you gave me the heads up on that one. I guess. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I told you that. So I was told that. I was told that. Yes, yes. Let's not spread lies here. Uh, okay, let we go. Uh, well, while, while they continue on uh, doing whatever they do. I'm just gonna look it up on my phone and see if that is true. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go, go on. Yeah. So, so i
1: I have um I have a correction and omission. Okay. Yeah, I kind of got called out on it Uh-oh. at Simpsons
2: Trivia. Oh, no. called me out oh you're on... right. Technically, Perfect. technically, I was told it was the Simpsons podcast. I All just right. may... So it might have been on my bad that you just assumed I thought it was, it was an episode of CinePals Based about on... the Simpsons. Oh, well. I didn't oh. actually know that no, yeah, we my started good friends a... here had a Simpsons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we started, we started a new one. Perfect.
1: We haven't done the a thousand months. Yeah, what? this is episode twenty three
0: or four, I can't remember. Something like that. It's, it's yeah, gonna lead so. into my
2: questions. So do you do we go is it are you guys going episode by episode of the Simpsons? We are, yes. Yeah. Oh it's amazing. Exact, but you, you might say that's exactly
1: what we're doing. <laughs> I see. You might I say one hundred percent. Well now
2: that we're all caught up, that's
1: yes. exciting. Yeah. Alright, so correction <laughs> or
0: omission from Ezra.
1: Yeah, um you remember last episode when I was talking about Woodrow Wilson's fifteen points? Uh no. the League of Nations? Yes. And all that I sort do. of thing. Yeah. Uh they were fourteen points. Oh jeez. Not fifteen. Greg. Oh, and, oh, come on, Greg. And that's why I hope League you got of, fired for that blunder. I did. That's why the League of Nations failed, and I'm pretty sure that's why we lost. It's oh trivia night. <laughs> oh I see. Yeah. <laughs> so Thanks, Ezra, for uh, that. Yeah, because I just want
0: to point out that uh, I was at Trivia Night yep. for the first uh, first you, two rounds. Yeah, you were perfect. And we had 20 out of 20. Oh. And then Janelle and I had to leave because we were going to my staff Christmas party. Yep. Uh, thankfully, we had a pinch hitter come in, Greg Wilson, yep. sitting across from me. Yeah. And uh, I had the utmost faith that uh, him and Nick and Ife and Stephen, was that Nick's friend? Yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, would uh, would carry on the uh, the perfect score? Unfortunately, they did not. They did not. They got four wrong, which is still pretty good when you think about it. It's fifty questions, yeah. right? So but that led to second 50. place, though, right? It led and to that, second place, yeah. which oh, is I mean, know, it's a fancy good. word for losing. It's, yeah,
1: it's, yeah, I mean, we're all wearing these really great <laughs> hats right now. <laughs>
2: We are. They're, they're looking good for podcasts. So, so, yeah, yeah. Definitely podcast wear. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I even got another thing that I'm going to do for our next podcast. Uh, oh. Because we got a uh, we got a growler of free beer. What? Yeah. Why didn't you bring that? Because I was, I was already <laughs> running. I'm drinking this Maple Shack Cream Ale no, like a I was, sucker. I was already running late. Oh, I see. Right, and so I would have gone down to 17th, and it would have been like... I would have been another half hour. Gotcha. I'm, I'm assuming we want to, you know, do this. Right? Yes, we do. So those are corrections and omissions. We'll do a special episode of the Barley Buds with the free beer that we get uh, next time. Great. And uh, in the meantime, we, we gotta have...
0: <laughs> introduce our guest, who you may have heard already. Yeah, his uh, name is
1: Charles. <laughs> Charles ha-
0: Neto is here.
2: Hi. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's he's very excited to be on the
2: Simpsons podcast. Yeah, I'm very definitely excited. expected it. I definitely uh, was preparing for <laughs> Simpsons podcast. So called uh, Good Neighbors, Bad Neighbors. I don't even bad know the name neighbors, of the two, which bad is a
1: reference neighbors. to an episode of The Simpsons. You may which be you can subscribe to this podcast that I choose.
2: After this, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to catch up and see. I, I hope so. Yeah, what I missed? It's
1: a good time to catch yeah. up because we've, we're only like uh, two dozen episodes in. So, yeah, like it's yeah. it's not like it's a. And we're going to be uh, theoretically finishing up season three and then taking a break over Christmas. So.
2: Uh-huh. Had I known, I actually might have prepped by watching a few earlier episodes. Uh, because what I did is actually watch a few recent episodes because I okay. thought we were going to talk more like Simpsons in broadly. general. Oh in general. yeah, no, we don't
0: talk about the recent ones. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if, we do. If you we don't wanted like to, too.
1: if you if you wanted to like just talk about Simpsons in general, we. We do have a little segment called, What's Your Story? That's right. And, we like to, we like to
0: talk to our, new get, our first-time guests with this segment and basically find out what your story is in relation mostly to The Simpsons, as right. in, you know, did you grow up with them? Uh, what's your knowledge?
2: Favorite episode, which I already know, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what's your story? Uh, my story is that, yeah, I grew up watching The Simpsons, uh, absolutely, and especially a lot in uh, syndication. Um, and then I, I feel like mine's fairly standard for, like, anyone my age. Um, which is that you kind of grew up and then somewhere midway through, I'd say around the time maybe you kind of got out of high school or maybe Maggie shot Mr. Burns, that you kind of stopped watching the whoa, show. Whoa, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers for Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2. Don't bleep that part out post-production.
1: So that's where you would like... I sort of stop
2: I think I think uh, I would say it was like season nine or 10 maybe a little beyond that mm. um, Maggie shoots mr. Burns at the very beginning of season seven um no and so I definitely went beyond that yeah. that um, I would say but I would say like 910 I started fading and mm-hmm. then beyond yeah. that. I've watched sporadically but like because I remember doing that and then I remember when they started they were finally released on DVD we went back and watched them yeah. like you guys are doing and I should watched like uh, director's commentary which was super interesting for a lot of the episodes mm-hmm. and learned a lot from that uh, I don't remember most of it but <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah. I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I've listened to ev- uh, seasons one through ten. I've listened to every single commentary on every mm-hmm. single episode. So yeah, a lot of my knowledge comes from those. But uh, like you said as well, uh, a lot of it I've forgotten. Um, but it's it's like most of them are really interesting, and because they get the writers usually uh, yeah. and the showrunners. Matt Groening does every one. I'm pretty sure he does. Um, and Al then they'll Gene get some. Does almost every He does a bunch I mean, of them. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you not they get... Al Jean
2: isn't he like the guy <laughs> a... besides Matt Groening?
0: We so our friend Wade? James Wade created a uh, two bed neighbors bingo um, and one of them is anytime we disparage Al Jean <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, is a center or not a center square but yeah
1: I, I don't too. like Al Jean very oh, much yeah interesting yeah. Um, he's a... he's the current showrunner yeah so, oh, so he's, awesome. you he's been the show he was the showrunner that they brought in after Mike Scully who like quote unquote ruined the Simpsons mm. which I don't really see but to be um, fair, Al Jean was also a showrunner. Uh, he was with Mike earlier. With Mike Reese. Yeah, uh, really early, early. Yeah. Currently, actually, yeah.
0: some of these episodes are... Yeah, yeah. some yeah. of these
1: episodes we're watching are, are run by, by Al Jean with... With Mike Reese. Mike Reese. Yeah. And and I which, think... now
0: that Al Jean's alone, you kind of have the in- inkling that maybe a lot of the stuff we like is more on Mike Reese's side. Or at least Mike Reese kept Al Jean a little more creative, yeah. I guess, for lack of a better term. I
1: mean, I think, I think most of the best seasons come from... Uh, Two showrunners. Uh, yeah, I would say running so. running the show, like right. Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, mm-hmm. in season seven and eight. Yeah. Like, all that stuff yeah. is really, really great. Um, Al Jean, as a single, like, president snow, uh, President showrunner. Um, Were you about to say President Snow? <laughs> did you see maybe, the Humber, Hunger maybe, Games? Maybe. <laughs> I did see the Hunger Games part two. Oh, I haven't The J part two um just a real quick mini review uh-huh. it's the worst movie i've seen all year <laughs> wait <laughs> worse, worse than the, than the fantastic four?
0: Oh, yeah oh my god wow yeah. and you didn't like part one at all four, four. no i hated
2: part one. Oh boy i,
1: I think part one's better really because yeah. i also hated part one i'm yeah. shocked
2: not that I'm, I'm i'm part one was so bad i'm not planning to see part two but i'm still yeah. shocked
1: yeah. part one better um interesting part two is holy shit garbage holy shit it's so bad well, and I've heard the book in general
0: is the worst of the series. Yes, yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it peaks at two. Yeah. Which is, you oh, know,
1: Catching Fire was great. Yeah, Catching Fire. The I, movie I Evan read any I books, books, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. the books. That's the mini review of uh J. <laughs> part yeah. So, we go.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will add to the, like, what's my story, because I think yeah. I pretty much covered it, but mm-hmm. the only thing I would add, uh, my little bit of, uh, my brothers are dive way deeper into it than me, and they're a few years older than me, so I think they just watched it a, a lot more, but. Um, uh, they can reference they all sorts of references that I won't get. But um, <laughs> my brother, when he first started his company in Toronto, uh, I assume you, you guys will get this reference. I, I didn't right away, truthfully. But he called his company uh, Cromulent Systems. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, that's sort of, is it still around? <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, sadly, I think he kind of got swallowed up by another company uh, at that, some point. And what did um, it do? Yeah, but uh, they do. Uh, my brother did basically high end. Um, uh, home install for uh, whether it's internet, touch panel, um, home stereo, all that stuff, like the full wiring. So it had, I mean, it had nothing to do. with He just is a huge Simpsons fan, and he mm-hmm. it was his company. He could call it anything he wanted, and it's a reference that no, like like one in ten customers would actually get. Yeah, and most people just didn't ever get that. And it reference.
0: got swallowed up by another company. Yeah, think. so yeah, yeah. So I mean, so it, got it, it got embiggened by another company. I, I in, might say
2: That's... <laughs> He'll appreciate that as well. Yeah. There
0: you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so now that you've you've appeared on the podcast, you That's can tell your brothers about our podcast. I, maybe they'll uh, like, rate, and subscribe.
2: I will uh, <laughs> pass that on. I will pass that on.
1: Uh, follow us on maybe, Twitter. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we can
0: get them as a guest and yeah. uh, they yeah, yeah. won't be surprised at the, <laughs> the podcast they're appearing on. <laughs> um, great. Well, thanks for telling us your story. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're welcome. really appreciate it. So that about wraps things up here. Uh, (laughs) It's not weird. That's the whole podcast. We just ask you. We're done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's very very avant-garde. I'm very sleepy. Uh, No. No. Good. Okay. Uh, Our first episode that we're talking about today is Separate Vocations. Uh, Looking back, this actually is one of my favorite episodes. Um. I just, I don't know why. I find it, and we're going to find out why. Uh,
2: (laughs) Stick deep, Let's stick deep. (laughs) uh, I just, I I
1: think it's very, very interesting seeing uh, Bart reach some sort of potential and uh, seeing Lisa take on the, essentially the Bart persona, um, which she does a little bit later on uh, with that Wind in the Willows episode. I can't remember what it's called, where where she gets sick. Oh, uh, Lisa gets an A. Yeah, that's with the state comptroller Atkins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Otto as an actor. That's right. It's very hard. It's a strange episode. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Um, So, this, probably the thing that I like most about this episode, other than the uh, Bart Lisa relationship, which is great, Mm -hmm. is the amount of references Mm -hmm. in this episode. It's just, it's crazy chock full of references.
2: Packed. all of which i totally got i'm sure so. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about the simpsons though it's like every episode especially the old stuff is so layered and dense and they started when i was a kid and so they had references you know like i didn't get like all exactly. the kennedy references right away or the whatever like there's i I always feel like i'm still getting about maybe 70 percent of the references
0: yeah and the, uh, i mean even doing this podcast has uh, given us the chance to re- really like study the references and so we we learn of I, at least I learn a lot of references as we watch them oh, or time. as we research them.
1: Every time there's a very specific Twilight Zone episode reference, mm. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I never saw this yep. ever."
0: Uh, well, and even can... things like because uh, I think they, they say the two movies they reference the most, at least in the Golden Years, are uh, Citizen Kane and The Godfather. Yeah, both are movies I saw within the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> so well, when I was growing up watching this, I didn't know any of them yeah. and so I was just like and it's an interesting thing where I just had this like uh, notion that The Simpsons were really creative with a lot of their stuff when it turns out they're just ripping stuff off from, <laughs> from classic movies but it's still like the, the yeah. fact that it's not just you know hi I'm John Godfather or whatever his name is in the movie um, I think that John with Godfather Michael right?
1: Corleone yeah. Mm, are you sure? No,
2: yep. pretty sure it's John K. K. Godfather. Yeah, John K. Godfather. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you, Charles. Um, but <laughs> whatever whenever uh they reference it, it's not super blatant, uh, unless you know it. That it's it, it does it, it is creative and it is interesting. Um a, an example I love is the uh Bart getting pelted by snowballs. Oh yeah. When it's a reference to uh it's the
1: Godfather. It's James
0: Conn in the yeah. in the toll booth, right?
1: Yeah, the yeah. toll booth scene and <clears throat> the squibs. Does someone does someone like spit on Bart after? I think so. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, that's a nice touch. Yeah. At the end of that particular <laughs> toilet scene. As that's well. right. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, so it's it's cool to see all these references and uh, learn what they're actually referencing, especially since a lot of it is because the writers are when they wrote this were fairly old are like old like 60s 70s uh 80s references more so than current stuff right
1: yeah so you said the 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 main references are godfather and citizen kane and probably the one that comes up right after that is just generally a blanket term the works of stanley kubrick Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clockwork yeah. Orange, Full Metal Jacket. We see yeah. we see tons of that, and of course, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Right. Strange Love is parodied a lot. Whenever they go into a war room, whenever there is a war room set in anything, it is a homage or parody of. Sorry, Doctor, Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love, yeah. or how give, I him, Stop
0: give, give him some do and love the bomb. Actually, the, it's funny when he said Strange Strange Love. I, I heard like Strange Love. And I was like, what Kubrick movie is that? It's just (laughs) called Strange Love. Is this one weird? Anyway, and then I realized you're talking about Dr. Strange Love. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so this this is an episode that I remember very well watching the first time, specifically because of the uh, first act break with the uh to be continued?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: when I was a kid, I actually thought that was the end of the episode. Yeah. I was so mad.
2: Yeah, it's like I was I'm like, gonna, "No! I have to watch 20
1: minutes of commercials now?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I had I had no concept of how long the episode had been running. It felt short, mm-hmm. but I didn't think, "Oh, it's only the like it's only been 10 minutes or 5 7 minutes whatever it is." I legit was like, oh no, like now I have to wait till next week to see what happens to Bart. (laughs) And then I just kind of, I think I remember just, I was watching in my parents' room, if I remember correctly, and I I think I just sat there, like bummed out while the commercials were playing, and then it came back and I was like, oh, oh, it's happening right now. Oh, yay. (laughs) I got so excited. And so I remember from that day, like anytime uh, a To Be Continued popped up on a TV show, I like, wait, I'm like, mm, no, I'll just wait and see. And then the credits roll. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's actually To Be Continued. So this ruined your life. It did. It really did. To this uh, day, so I still don't just... trust any To Be Continued's. <laughs> what was the, what was the, they, they do a similar what like Simpsons uh, To Be Continued thing later, where it's like, um, I can't remember what it, what, what it is, but it's like, so-and-so will continue right now. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It's South Park. Is that South? No, it's not South Park. Because well, I know it's uh, Harry Shearer's voice or whatever, or Hank Azaria's voice. Well, there's there's one of them. There,
1: South Park does that. As okay, well. um, it's an episode in the like fourth or fifth season. Don't care. Uh, this
0: is the Simpsons <laughs>
1: podcast I'm trying to get a Simpsons reference okay. you don't remember that though I, I, I do what is this okay.
2: Park of South you speak I'm unfamiliar I've <laughs> never heard yes. of this show it hasn't been on for 20 years <laughs> but 20 it unlike seven. the Simpsons got better as it got older not to get us it's off true. track but no, it's they true they actually found their legs where the Simpsons yeah. lost them yeah, like I watched. I don't want really to get too broad anywhere on two episodes but I like I did watch the after this and, and it's fine but it's just kind of they've just got these They've all the characters have become stereotypes yep. and they're just sort of two dimensional like single note like watching these two episodes that we watched. that's like there's there there's like it's there's satire of mm-hmm. you know of the way things are and it's a bit anti-establishment yep. and it's a bit all of those things where at some point they became the establishment and yeah so. and now
0: they're just joke machines basically yeah. where it's just like this would be a funny thing it's not, not based on character joke well that either. but that's the thing yeah it's not <laughs> based on like the what the characters would actually do It's just this would be a funny joke let's make Homer do it and you know what I
1: watched that episode the Halloween oh yeah episode yeah. that you told me that you told me about yeah that was like worthwhile and when i was watching to be it, clear I, was, I didn't say it was worthwhile. no 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 i read the article oh, okay i read the article and it's like this this is worthwhile and it's like if this is what constitutes is worthwhile simpsons right now i don't want to see what's a bad
2: simpsons yeah. episode yeah.
1: because it might be just unwatchable yeah. mm-hmm. because like honestly the, the the biggest problem that i see from from a from a storytelling point of view in uh, New Simpsons is not the writing. It's honestly the presentation. Hmm. It's the animation. Hmm. To HD to me. HD ruins this show. Yeah. Like as the characters look more three dimensional, they just get more one dimensional right. in the in the writing. But the, way that, like the, the, way, the way that the like... way the show was presented was never cinematic. Right. It was always presented as a sitcom right with like big shots like static shots like as it would be like what kept your focus was the bright colors and the great writing right and now they're trying to hide it behind cinematic animation yeah and it makes me want to puke well it's almost like the argument that uh you know uh,
0: a lot of big budget films these days don't have the kind of filmmakers touch anymore Because it's all just CG or all just, you know, it's too beautiful, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I get it. Um, Like Avatar is is a great example where it's like, it looks glorious, it looks really great, but it doesn't have a nice, it doesn't have the touch to it. And Jurassic World,
1: I think, is a great example of that. Sure. It doesn't look like it was directed by anyone. Well
2: put. It, Uh It looks like it was just... It's just there. It just happens. I'm glad it is. Oh yeah, me too. You get (laughs) sanitized around the edges. Yeah, for sure. Where these older episodes that we watched, like they have stories that like continue on in a sense. They're not a random series of events. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. And watching this, it becomes really clear because I watched the newer episodes and I thought, oh, it's kind of funny. It's not that bad. And I, I, there's certain things I like. I like seeing them sort of take some twists on like hipsters now or Mm -hmm. hipster culture or things like that, which is kind of interesting. But then we watch this and it's like, oh my god, there's there's some thought behind this there's there's the, like they're actually really poking fun at a lot of things mm-hmm. um and being anti-establishment they're yeah. not
1: 20 minute yeah. reference machines yeah. <laughs> the references all have purpose and in episodes like this they feel they they feel timeless yeah without trying to right this episode's from 1992 yeah it's still super funny yeah, oh, yeah, they didn't.
0: They didn't date yeah. themselves too much. Uh, you know, there's there's certain things that they reference or like even uh, Steve Allen, uh, yeah, who, who's uh, you know his voice is used in this episode. Um, <laughs> I, I, I assume most people who you know uh, what's the generation after ours, uh, not the millennials, but after that, whatever that generation Generations is. Generations
2: suck. There's another, oh, wow. there's, I don't know any...
0: Yeah, there's a new generation, I
2: can't okay. remember what they called it, but anyway. I, I don't even know what my generation is. So. Uh, when, when were you born? Well, I'm 79, so I'm right on a cusp, I think, of x Yeah, you 79 I think years old? Gen, gen X and... You look and, great. oh well, thank you, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I do, don't I? Yeah, I'm use that quote, yeah. Greg Wilson. <laughs> you look great. You look great.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right on the cusp of Gen X and Millennials, yeah. but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but the <laughs> current great. generation, I'm sure, doesn't know who Steve Allen is, right? Oh yeah, I barely knew who Steve Allen was when I saw. But the but the great thing about this reference is that you don't need to know who he is. Oh, yeah, it's just oh, it's just a, a man's voice that they use <laughs> to sound altered like to sound like Steve Allen. Steve yeah. yeah, whoever that is, and that's a funny enough joke in itself. You could replace Steve Allen with any yeah. celebrity's name, and it'd be funny. Yeah, especially with Gilbert Gottfried, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just got a funny voice. All yeah. right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so let's, let's, uh, let's dive into this episode because I think, uh, Charles, you touched on a good point, which is the anti-establishment uh, tone that the series has, and this episode is a prime example of it mm-hmm. with the whole teacher's edition, and the teacher's basically relying on that to teach kids, and some of the stuff that, uh, what is it, uh, Lisa says, you know, this is a waste of time... Oh no! Sorry, the, Janie says it's a waste of time, and Lisa's like, "Nothing that teachers makes us do is a waste of time," and she's like, "Just stare at the <laughs> stare forward for ten
1: minutes or whatever." This episode is so full of uh, of references and satire and story and character beats that we could probably spend a whole hour talking about this, sure. this particular episode. Um, we're going to try and not do that. <laughs> yeah. um, so the basic plot of this episode is um, they take an aptitude test. The Career Aptitude normaliza- Normalizing Test, a.k.a. CAN'T, for short, um, and this will determine the course of their lives, what career they will take. Lisa gets Homemaker, Bart gets Police Officer, and the episode is about them following these paths for the next 20 minutes. Now, obviously, Bart is a little uh, surprised that he gets Police Officer. He's always been anti-authoritarian, which, you know... Sometimes makes the an interesting police officer, and um, Lisa wants to be an underappreciated j- blues musician. That's right, in her own country, who, who may is, or may not die young. Yeah, yeah,
2: which does feel like early because I feel like she becomes, as the series goes on, more about like wanting to be Princeton, Yale, like that's or like an activist. Like scientist. Yeah, activist. Yeah. Where early on that there was still that like she wanted to be an, an artist. Uh,
1: yeah, or something absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I prefer her with this fire, with more fire. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she's got those stubby fingers, so. Yeah, usually originate usually a genetic genetic trait inherited by the father. <laughs> <laughs> and he just Cut to Homer dropping a, a beer. Damn, stubby <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, and by <laughs> by honest, I'm, I mean I'm going to be devastating. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: that, that's a that's a great one-off character too. Yeah, the
1: jazz band. <laughs> yeah, the store or the is it a teaching store? Yeah, something like that. Teaching store.
0: It's
1: that's what they, like, that's Saint, what they call it. It's right? like St. John's Music. <laughs> it's, yeah, almost every music store is a teaching store. That's, they yes. have like. Teaching studios in the back, and then in the front, you have. I just don't think many people call it a teaching. <laughs> I no
0: one, I'm, going, I'm going down scenario? the teaching store.
2: <laughs> teaching store. No one would call oh, it a old teaching corner store. teaching yeah. store. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, so so they uh, basically mm-hmm. both kind of rebel against their, or sorry, Bart leans into his uh, proposed career path, and he
1: rebels against his his established character. Sure. Yeah, as an anti-authoritarian, no. and he goes the complete opposite way, as and he's described as fascist. Yeah. Which is
0: when I like it, his his description of his you know I got a taste of authority and I liked it yeah which I think makes perfect
2: sense with his character no it does yeah yeah he's... it still it still totally jives with who he is for yeah. Sure. yeah even back
0: to season one with Bart the general like like he he wants to be a le- like maybe not a leader per se but like someone in power no I can... could
1: absolutely see Bart as a leader of men which is, oh yeah which is why like I can I I can believe the chief justice of the Supreme Court thing and why I'm usually super bummed when I see Bart. As a failure, yeah,
0: and then we've talked about episodes. that before. But that's, I think, this episode drives home that point. That Bart is, I think, a, a, the kind of kid that would grow up to be to do great things mm-hmm. because he thinks for himself and he's not a, a cog in the machine. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like you said, in the f- the future flash episodes that they have as the series goes on the, more and more often they go they lean on that oh bart's a delinquent so he'll always be a delinquent so he's a bum or he's you know dropped out of college and like he he's a construction worker like all this stuff court but question. i like the ones where he is shown as uh you know chief justice of the supreme court or yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff
1: yeah
0: which episode is he chief
2: justice of it's a. Uh, don't even know <laughs> if i've it, seen it. And yeah.
0: scratchy the movie yeah. uh and it's it's uh because um, yeah, Homer basically just dis- discovers that he needs to discipline Bart more, or he'll become you know uh, what does Krabappel say? Oh, a sleazy stripper. Yeah. Uh, and so so he's like, if you you know if you nurture him and di- discipline him more, then he'll he could be Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. So the end of the episode uh, does like a flash forward where he's Chief Justice mm. of the Supreme Court, and it's in this future, and he finally gets to see the Itchy and Scratchy movie with his dad. Um, I think that. Uh, obviously, based on what is, I guess, considered canon in the series, that's a fantasy f- flash forward, yeah. um, which they have a lot of, like the Drifter one in this, in this yeah. one as well. Uh,
1: can we just poll? Mm-hmm. Um, how many of you would love to see a series of Bart the Drifter? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what I'd love to see well, is a, sure? a series of Bart the Drifter with uh, Santa's little helper as his uh, yeah.
2: you know, traveling mutt. who Like the littlest hobo? Yeah. As I'm not convinced this idea has more than a few good episodes in it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's like of the a special series. Yeah. yeah. Or okay. Like I see it if it's if he's like a like a Californication kind of mm-hmm. character where it's like like he, yeah has a lot of sex and he just like moves on and he always got deep like scars yep. but he's hiding them and okay. Oh no, yeah, he's
1: like, yeah. like a golden age anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. a white guy antihero like um <laughs> like uh, David Duchovny or um, yeah. or Walter White or Tony yeah. Soprano.
2: All right, you all know. You're right. telling me. I'm telling you. We yeah. can pitch this stage. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll right. get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, get the, we'll get this made. And uh, the only person who uh, who really believes in yeah. him is his uh,
2: is his sister. Right. Yeah. He's got to go back, but always so disappointed yeah, him. Like, he could be like, so much more. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, he calls. She yeah. calls home
1: every once in a while. Yeah. It's like, why aren't you like? Dad would be so disappointed in you. Ooh, Gritty Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did think it was interesting though that at the end of this episode, um, it, there is a clear, I think, reference to one of the one of the few canon flash forwards I'd say where Lisa's president. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh there's a there's an episode where it flashes forward and Lisa's president of the United States mm-hmm. and Bart is the like uh Moochie brother who Yeah, that's like a full
2: episode, right? Yeah, that's like they go in depth with yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh so Oh, that's the one where he goes to the uh, to the casino. And Homer's looking for Lincoln's yes, gold. Yes, the, the correct. Yeah. Yes. it's not a good episode. No, and, but but
0: I think that's one of the few ones that they've more or less deemed seem to deem as canon. Yeah. Um, as this is this actually what will happen? Which you, I don't like. But yeah, I don't. Know. Um, I like the idea that Lisa would become president. Uh, I think that's a fine career path for her. But I think Bart should not be like the Moochie brother who she like detests. Um, but this episode kind of draws a. Uh, um, what's the there's word?
1: one where foreshadowing
0: I was, to that where he says I'll be
1: right there to uh, borrow money to borrow money you know? yeah um, there's one episode where I was like okay I can kind of see this it's it's the Hugh episode where Lisa's wedding yeah, Lisa's wedding yeah. where he's a where, where he's a, he runs a demolition company yeah like he owns the company sure and it's his right yeah and it's what he loves he loves doing it and it's like I'm like okay that works for me he's a yeah, tradesman yeah it's fine he's a tradesman that's good
0: I don't know. I I feel like he. I I, don't, I think it still paints his character as like, and it's yeah, specific, like, It's specifically written to paint his character as, as a loser, as a loser, so that Hugh has a reaction to him, right? Yeah. To the re- the whole family, basically, like Homer, Marge, and
1: uh, Bart are all basically losers, which mm-hmm. is why Lisa's nervous to introduce introduce them. Yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this episode features the first last entry in Lisa's log. <laughs> this will be my last entry. She does this yeah. several times. <laughs> yeah. uh, I recently just watched Lisa the Simpson. Oh, she does uh, it. And she does because it, she thinks yeah. she's going to turn dumb, right? Yeah, uh, she will succumb to dumbening. Yeah, that's not how you spell dumbening. <laughs> Wait, dumbening's not a word. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, can we talk about the uh, the 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 car chase? Yeah. For a bit, like sure. uh, well, yeah, I actually want to talk about out. the whole yeah the, the whole, whole kind of first act
0: with uh, yeah. with Bart with the police because because yeah. it's a great series of gags. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, I love the like when he first come to the door and Homer's there and he's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> I didn't steal that copper wire here." Yeah, he like... has it like right there, so like clearly he stole it and then didn't have anything to do with yeah. it, so he just left it by the front door. <laughs> um and they don't care they don't do yeah, anything about
1: like, it yeah, yeah, whatever, he doesn't just, have yeah. anyone to buy copper is that a thing is that
2: like a big industry because yeah. to
1: stealing yeah. copper yeah water? no i mean and not as and much I think anymore I like but yeah carcrawler. you resell
2: like scrap metal in general that is like it's not a it's not a super lucrative it's it's <laughs> it's, it's a step up from collecting yeah. cans I guess. Yeah. but it's it's not but yeah people do go steal metal. yeah because
1: i just saw it in the movie nightcrawler I was, yeah at the very beginning of that he's you just saw that movie no I saw when it came out.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> you guys are so judgy. Like, oh, Greg, waited a year tonight, Grawler. Oh. Yes. Oh, you
1: waited for Netflix, you <laughs> <the> cheap prick. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I saw it for free. <laughs> I, we, the, we did a Cinepals on it. The day it, so. it came out. Yeah, we did do a Cinepals on it. So Remember that <laughs> podcast we used to do? Nope. Now... Um, <laughs> No, uh, he 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 sells a bunch in he sells a bunch of that in Nightcrawler and in the in the show Friday Night Lights they get like lots of it and sell it for like twenty grand. That yeah, is- yeah, I don't know about the
2: twenty grand, but it you is know. like it is. That's a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and so here's a question with the like the copper wire gag with Homer. It's funny, and I feel like we complain that the new ones are all one-off gags. Why? Like, is it just that the rest of the story carries it, so we're okay with that? I mean, that's a funny, like, that's a fucking hilarious gag. It is. So I don't know. Is it just funnier than other? I two? think the
0: main for me, the main thing is it's in character. Mm. So like, that's a very Homer thing to do. Yeah. A to like, probably just, he probably just saw it lying around, and was just like, like, no, well, no one's around, and <laughs> takes it. Like he has no use for it, but he's but he's a you know blue collar. <laughs> Uh, American slob so he
1: it's the same thing as like ooh a bobby pin yeah exactly (laughs)
0: and so so he takes it and then like I said he didn't really have anything to do with it so he's just oh this is mine now it's the same reason he, he always borrows stuff from Flanders that he doesn't need um, yeah. He just wants to own things. It's consumerism at at its heart. And, and Homer
1: is pure id. He can't resist.
0: Exactly. And then <laughs> the first thing he thinks when he sees cops at his door is they're here for that wire. Yeah. <laughs> like everything is about me. <laughs> it's automatically my, like, and I need to make it right. So, which is also in character that he's like, I'm sorry. Like I didn't mean to, I don't want to go to jail. Like it was, uh, I swear no one was using it um and then (laughs) just and then yeah the fact that it just kind of they're just like like we're we're not here about that like we're here about this other thing it's a great way to carry the plot along with jokes with gags but stay in character um and it's even with the uh the car chase as well like that's not based in character because it's generally characters we don't know right but it's it's a great opportunity to have these uh this joke machine yeah but it's it's within the context of the of the uh of the scene that makes it exciting and funny like uh and it's just it's it's the idea of comedy being the unexpected like the milk truck blowing up
1: yeah i wrote that down in one of my notes (laughs) that's Um, really funny what the milk truck explodes that's so funny and just immediately after that the line damn boxes boxes. i love that
0: line so much Because it's like, and that's and that's a great joke because it's a, it's a parody of you know car chase scenes in movies yeah. where for some reason there's empty cardboard boxes. boxes everywhere because yeah. they want to make the car chase more exciting yeah. without damaging things. We well, gotta yeah. throw boxes out car. boxes everywhere. Yeah, and they're empty. And, and just how sincere he says, "Damn boxes!" Yeah. well, those char- implies those cops,
2: he he runs into boxes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> those cops are well drawn characters for how small yeah. they are, right? Like yeah. again, it's such a nice like they're not weird. Or out of, it's not like a you know so they're our, not disco yeah. stews for yeah, example yeah. which yeah. Is, which is like a out of this world character i would say yeah um, disco
1: disco yeah. stew is is literally a character that came out of a punchline yes like the the character is just a punchline that they kept around and
0: it's not even a punchline it's a it's a I don't, I don't know the right word in terms of joke structure but the punchline was i wanted to write disco stud but i ran out, ran out of room and then, so it's like a tack onto that. Yeah, it's like a callback to that joke by having him arrive and yeah. be like, "I'm Disco Stew." It's like, "Oh, that's funny."
1: Disco Stu doesn't advertise. Yeah,
0: and then that, we should. never need to see that yeah. character again. Yes, <laughs> except well, except
1: when he's like staying alive. Well, that's <laughs> fine. It's still it's in the fine. episode. It's literally five yeah. minutes from yeah. that joke. Yeah, but, like, but you having never him to, you like never need come to back outside of the episode. two bad, neighbors doesn't <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need to have any other uh,
0: full episodes devoted to him. Which he does, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, anyway,
1: good. so... Um, I mean, like, yeah, good.
0: But yeah, the, the cop characters, uh, Eddie and Lou, are great. Um, they, they have... Because, so the whole police force in general in Springfield is usually portrayed as inept, mostly because Chief Wiggum is the, the one at the helm and he's usually the one we see. Eddie and Lou are great because they're fairly... Ept? <laughs> what's, what's the opposite of inept? Yeah. Is it ept? I, I think could, it's ept. I'm going to go with ept Great. Stuff, right? So pretty they're nice. pretty ept and uh which makes which makes uh you know it, it makes sense that the world of springfield isn't just utter chaos because yeah. even though chief Wiggum is incompetent they at least have he at least has some people behind him that do know what they're doing with their job even if they give a gun to a 10 year old they're for the most part know <laughs> what they're doing um <laughs> but but yeah so i, I do like those characters and how they're very kind of like stern and like ah
2: oh, it's called a baton son <laughs> What do you do with it? Club people. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're like a mix of this like anti-establishment kind of or like establishment that you're poking fun at, mm-hmm. but they're also it's also just making fun of like that kind of archetypal kind of um, cop cop buddy kind of movie. Yeah, as well totally. Yeah, totally.
0: And uh, I do like the um, the whole sequence uh, from Bart getting picked up to the uh, him him deciding to be a policeman or whatever. Um, I guess most of the notes I wrote actually are based on that sequence, uh, which you've already touched on a lot. But I, but the final part that I, I really wanted to mention is when uh, Wiggum finds him and he oh, has yeah. the. He takes the lottery tickets, he says, You bought a lottery ticket to jail. He's unconscious, chief. I can still hear things. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's also a great commentary on the idea of, like, uh, you know. Uh, CSI Miami, or yeah. I, I guess that's not really cops saying things to criminals, but you know what I mean, right? With the like punchline, oh, yeah, totally punchline, the puns yeah, that yeah. are based on,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: love it. AKA the worst thing ever. No. That's I can't like, stand that, that, that shit.
2: Well, it's not good, but I mean, it, I don't know if it's the worst thing ever. No.
0: I think I like it for the reason they don't want me to like it, if uh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like, I, I think it's hilarious that they're doing this on a primetime network show, but they think this is really clever. Do
2: they? Do you think they care? I think they, I think I they think know they,
0: that they I have think 50% first, audience I, and 50% like... I, I think so too, actually. But I think at first they were trying to make legit, like, right. this will be really clever right. for him to say this. And then eventually it's... The, I'm sure the series is self-aware enough to yeah. know that people make fun of it, so now they do it because it's you know it's, it's part unexpected. of the show and it's uh,
1: mm-hmm. it's fun to make fun of ourselves. Well, Angle lampshade on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when we get back to the school mm-hmm. where Bart gets a taste of authority and he likes it, um, we find uh, uh, Principal Skinner uh, paying special attention to the school mascot, the puma. Oh, principle of the mountain! <laughs> it's another great one-off joke. Yeah. That's <laughs>
0: hilarious.
1: Which is probably the first time we've seen a mascot for the school, right? First and maybe only time.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I don't remember the p- puma ever coming
1: up again. But also, just a quick, uh, quick animation thing for the uh, for the South Koreans in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the school for them. was purple and yellow in this episode. Uh, so, uh, idiots! I hope somebody got fired for that blunder.
0: Several probably
1: did, actually.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: A whole wing was probably laid off. Um, Oh, that's sad because (laughs) it's probably true. Oh, God. Um, There's also a bad girl bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I love that. No, Lisa, that's a bad girl bathroom. One of the things I really love about The Simpsons is how they're able to uh, make Springfield. And anywhere in Springfield, whatever they need it to be, <laughs> yeah, at any point in time for any episode, mm-hmm. like the uh, school, it's a fluid city, yeah, the school, the 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 town itself can be a booming metropolis or a small little town that mm-hmm. would wants nothing to do with a burlesque show, <laughs> or it can have uh, six different stores that start with less Sex. right. <laughs> And these are just two different episodes of the same show, right, in the same town. And this one, like, a lot of the time, the school is not really great, right? But... In several episodes, we see that the school is especially not great. Mm-hmm. Like in this one, you there were some corridors of the school you just you didn't go, go down, down, right? <laughs> um, or in the um, or in the episode Lisa gets an A, mm-hmm. the tether ball outside is a cinder block, right? <laughs> <laughs> and these are just some of the fun fun things that you get to do with uh, animation, including in. Putting in a bad girl bathroom. Yeah. Where these one-off characters that we'll never see again just hang out, smoke, and then uh, vandalize the principal of the mountains. That's right.
2: I would add, too, like to the one-off in this episode for the school uh, is the... um... The room that, uh, that Bart gets taken to with the, uh, like, the
1: room. Oh, the opposition. evidence room yeah, room. yeah, the evidence <laughs> room
2: where he gets his, his pick of he gets a crossbow, which never <laughs> was, like, referenced again either. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. Like, ooh, be careful with the crossbow. Uh, well. But, yeah, they don't come back to that room. It's not a constant yeah. thing either. So I think yeah. like it's another nice little touch in that episode.
1: They have a like a, they have like a, a, a permanent records room. Mm-hmm. Um they have Which is a, also I think only in one episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have another room that Lisa goes into while she's and she makes a phone call to the Corey Hotline. Oh yeah. I don't know exactly what room. I can remember that what the room that is, yeah. Um, but there's a whole bunch of like one off rooms yeah. in the in yeah. the school yeah. that whatever it needs to be for yeah. the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this episode also has some really great uh, teacher cameos mm-hmm. like hippie teacher yeah
2: and I mr told you kid about the
1: 60s. <laughs> Uh we get to see all of these people because it's lisa's turn for her side of the story which is she is assigned with being a homemaker and mm-hmm. she does not like that not one little bit um and i think so March, then she basically gets disillusioned at the idea of school because like what's the point yeah yeah she becomes extremely jaded Extremely quickly because you got to remember she's eight years old, right? Yeah. And she becomes she gets the attitude of a teenager within a day, mm-hmm. which is really sad. Well, it's a, it's the idea of like learning that your
0: dreams aren't actually going to come true at the age of eight. Yeah, most like when people, I was eight, I'm sure I still believed I was going to be an astronaut.
1: Yeah, mo- most or a people fireman. should should definitely
0: or a computer whiz.
1: Yeah, you know, get those are the three like, things you know, I
2: have it in writing on my. Uh, I don't think I knew what a computer was when I was 18. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> get to at least ten. I was born in '79, so. Uh, <laughs> man old river. man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so she immediately becomes like the bad girl. Yep. Um and goes against... And what's great is that... So we see Bart as the delinquent throughout the series because... But, uh, you know, he's just... It's just because he's a little a little shit, basically. And, yeah. you know, he just wants to you know, do what he wants and stuff. When Lisa becomes a, a delinquent, she actually, like... Her first big prank, basically, is steal all the teacher's editions. Which is, like, mass chaos. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, she's smart, right? So she, she's she knows it. exactly Everything.
1: what would yeah. get yeah. under the teacher's skin. Yeah. yeah. And she knows exactly how to do it. Yeah. And it works. It does one hundred percent. And Bart is like is the only one who would really think, who would find it. Yeah, right. Because he's the only one who would actually be like, let's just, just open search up all the lockers. Yeah. Lockers. I
0: don't think the Supreme Court yeah. will allow that. Oh. Supreme
2: Court. What have they done for us lately? Let's roll. Let's... <laughs> There's there's a nice touch, too, with um, with Lisa, though, with the... Um, like, she does switch immediately, and she is so smart, but there's that nice little moment where she's offered the cigarette, and she takes it and says, I'll smoke it in class, yeah right? And it's like, she hasn't completely given in to this persona. Like, there's still something... She w- yeah, her... she wants
0: to hang out in the bad girl's yeah. uh, bathroom, but she doesn't yeah. necessarily want to do what the bad girls do. Like, she didn't help egg the the puma, for example. She just told them what would be the best thing to egg.
1: Yeah. Um, so and
0: she that wants to be sm- more of a puppet master she's than... She's smart. Yeah.
1: Again, like... That's the She doesn't the, want to get her hands dirty. Yeah, that's what the John K. Godfather would do. <laughs> that's exactly what he does in the movie, I'm pretty yeah. sure. As, as he gets <laughs> he steals people. all the teacher's editions. Yeah, and, well, that's why he's the puppet master. <laughs> that's right. That's where the marionette the thing mar- comes yeah, from. it all, and, well, it's well, all comes see, together. it's all... It's, it's poetry. It's, it's poetry. It rhymes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, obviously you have to go back to the status quo at the end of a, any sitcom. The way
1: they do it in this one, I think, is especially good.
0: I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa would do a prank that is, like, too big to just be forgiven. And Bart, and Bart recognizes, recognizes it. Yeah. And he knows, you know, you're the person that needs to go on and do better things. You can't get expelled. I, you know, I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so, he, you know, and then he, like, purposefully eggs Skinner to give him more detention even, you know. Um, well, maybe I should just shut, shut my big <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and Which is a really nice touch. And it's classic, like, early Simpsons where they still sort of care about each other. Absolutely, heart, right? yeah. Which you kind of lose by the later years. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the later years,
1: they're just sitcom kids where they're just trading barbs. Yeah. Right? Which is extremely uh, depressing to mm-hmm. me. Uh, especially because there's this ending. Like, Bart, in the golden years, is a great brother. Mm-hmm. Like, he never stops believing in his sister yeah. because he knows she's the better one. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't stop him from wanting to tease her all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, which it is what things siblings do. It's exactly what siblings do. It's him that makes her believe in herself again. Mm-hmm. And it's him that brings everything back to the status quo. Yeah. Because he gives her that second chance mm-hmm. that he has the opportunity to give her, right? Yeah. Um, so many people wouldn't. Yeah, They would be selfish and just carry on the way they were. And. And I mean, I,
0: the episode doesn't really touch on this, but I, I get the feeling that it kind of, like, his actions basically kind of give Lisa the uh, the inspiration to keep trying. Like, basically, no, like, I want to be a jazz singer, or a jazz player, I'm going to keep working at it. Um, because she basically sees that, you know, if Bart wanted to, he could become a, a hall hallmonger. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if he doesn't want to, he can go, he can flip right back. Like, the idea that this aptitude test actually dictates your life is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, in general, in the world as well, and I think she recognizes that
2: with with his action in the end. So it's nice. Yeah. It is. I appreciated too with the homemaker aptitude that it wasn't. It didn't become uh, an episode about like Marge. Ha- like Marge has these like these beautiful little moments of like being like, oh, it's kind of you're kind of being a dick about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like but, that's what I do. Yeah, but she. It's never a big. They never have a big fight. It's not like a. If you just knew what I did, kind of an episode. It's mm-hmm. just. It's just kind of a funny side note that. Yeah, she just keeps encouraging her daughter all the same.
1: Which she should. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: So, shall we go to the reference desk? Yes, please. So many references. (laughs) So, 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 so many references in this one. Quite a few. Um, What are you rebelling against? What do you got? Uh, with the toothpick Marlon Brando says that in the wild one with the toothpick John Q. Godfather or John K. Godfather yeah Yeah. um John K. (laughs) (laughs) now uh, apparently the music uh, to the soundtrack of the television series um, The Streets of San Francisco is heard in the car chase scene which is a direct reference to the 1968 film "Bullet," starring Steve Steve McQueen. McQueen Steve McCool yeah yeah
0: do you know my stepfather looks like Steve McQueen?
1: I did yeah. not. I did not know that. He does at all. No, so handsome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, in another reference to the streets of San Francisco, uh, that's the uh, Act Two Death Drive. Death a drives six. a six, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have the, the the
0: searching of the lockers is the uh, music from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Axel <laughs> Foley.
2: Yeah. How did they miss that?
1: <laughs> uh, and the uh, the Bart head. Oh yeah, the Batman. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the big ones. Yeah, that's all we need to. Talk and about. of course, the, we have a guest house. Oh yeah, we got uh, Steve Steve Allen. Steve Allen
0: in the guest house this this week. Yeah. Um, which is fun. He comes. With, does he? He does himself again in when he talks about his book, right? You know what I'm talking about? Twinkle, twinkle, groovy cat. How I wonder where you at? <laughs> Happiness is a naked Steve Allen. Yeah. How to cook Steve Allen? Or yeah. I can't remember what episode that is, but I'm pretty sure that's his voice again.
1: It, it is. Yeah. Um, that's the, um, that's, that's around Springfield. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. good Lisa Bird episode. Yeah. Where he, uh, buys her sax on the beach. <laughs> Bleeding Gums Murphy's only. Oh, yeah, because Bleeding Gums
0: is, yeah. the saxophonist <laughs> for yeah. Steve Allen's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Great.
1: Um, favorite joke in this episode? Um, uh, from, uh, <laughs> god damn. Um, I really like Mr. Glasscock. Oh, that's a great one. I yeah. think that's really funny. That's that's a great yeah. The the whole idea of uh of the teachers lounge. Yeah. Like uh, and and like how crazy everything gets. Does
2: anyone know a multiplication <laughs> table? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the teachers lounge sequence in yeah. Mr. Glasscock. Yeah. I also liked how cheap the books were. <laughs> one hundred yeah. and twenty dollars, and they saved... found a yeah. pile of thousand dollar bills. <laughs>
0: You just save the school hundred twenty dollars. That's a great little button to that. Um, I think mine is
2: the lottery ticket to jail. Uh, Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's great. Pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, I think I think mine is copper wire. Yeah, that that bit is. Did I sell you on it? Yeah, I think I may be. I may not have originally said that, but but yeah, the extensive analysis definitely left me loving that bit. So yeah. That or the multiplication table—it's in, uh, yeah. in the in the staff room for sure. Is, is nice. Uh, so, no. Dad
1: Castellan yeah. as a one-off yeah. <laughs> character. Good, great. Um, this one also won a Primetime Emmy Award. Oh, yeah, Nancy Cartwright. Yeah.
2: Ooh. For
1: her as Bart. Bart two. Oh. El Barto. Not familiar with that character. No. It's um, Bart Simpson's.
0: Oh, Bart Simpson. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, Bart I know. I know who that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, He's the, he's the, the kid, right? <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> Our next episode... Good bit. ...is called... <laughs> terrible bit. It's called Dog of Death, and it is the 19th episode of The Simpsons' third season. Yeah. Uh, 1992, Santa's little helper falls ill, and the Simpson family makes budget cuts. In, in order, order to... Perform a surgery on it. Yeah, him. in order to pay for the operation, uh, it's a hundred and it's sorry seven hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. um, which is a lot of money in the nineties. The yeah, they save the dog's life and they begin to resent him and because of all the budget cuts. Yeah, and send a little helper runs away and gets taken in, I guess, for lack of a better term, by uh, Mister Burns, who turns him into a vicious attack dog for all of two minutes before the episode needs wrap up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because they took too goddamn long
2: getting the dog <laughs> to surgery. I'm glad, I'm glad we're just jiving into that. Like, we didn't, like, we weren't going to, I was going to be like, absolutely to the end to mention, like, it sure wraps up really yeah, quickly. Yeah. Like, there's a slow motion dog and everything's okay again. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, so. there's a, I, I wouldn't say a
0: bunch, but there's a fair amount of episodes that are like that where the plot is kind of all over the place and then you know you think oh this is the main plot and then it's just like no it's done
1: yeah i'll just change it episode's over by the (laughs) way um i honestly think they put that in there because they ran out of stuff to do so you think that originally it was just about getting the dog surgery surgery, yeah that wouldn't surprise me yeah yeah
2: um -hmm. but they needed to fill up Three minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If I was going to take, like, a wild stab to it, like, create a process for that one, like, it feels like lottery takes a lot of energy, and they might have mm-hmm. actually started with, like, we just have, like, some great a lottery, lottery, lottery stuff, and then where do they go from there or That's
1: about. the best part of the episode for me. Oh, the, I love all the, the lottery The lottery stuff, fever? Yeah. It's so funny. Uh,
2: it's so Kent Kent Brockman is all about that episode. Like, it's oh, just, he's like, he comes up with a tan, and it's yeah. just, like... <laughs> so perfect ironically he's not
1: that's not my favorite part of the episode though like mm-hmm. it's not my favorite joke mm-hmm. uh, the lottery um, we'll get to the, to the favorite joke yeah, you're gonna save that right gotta yeah. yeah. it's, it's, kind of keep, yeah. um, keep yeah. listeners in
0: suspense yeah. um, I know oh, this from having listened to with, this podcast uh, so much <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're a your biggest with, fan with the lottery episode we also get the um, we also get uh, inside the teacher's lounge once again where mm-hmm. we see those um, very unpopular teacher characters <laughs> including hippie teacher yeah and the guy who doesn't know any multiple game right. table, <laughs> um,
0: maybe never seen again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I probably not. Uh, um, and Homer. Gets fifty lottery tickets, convinced
2: he's going to win.
1: Yeah. Well, with this many tickets, I can't lose. Yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah. And the and the odds thing too is a very funny. Just it's a very <laughs> basic, like that is how people think, and it's like it's And the commercial are,
0: where it's, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like I quit. Did. I won the lottery. I won the lottery too. Yeah. We both won the lottery. <laughs> you should win too. And It's like actual odds one in three hundred eighty million.
2: Yeah. No, the no state lottery fifty in three hundred eighty <laughs> right, million. Right. Sorry, which is not how odds work. That's Homer, right. But yes. <laughs>
1: The state lottery where everyone's a winner. <laughs> did you say $130 million? I did. Oh, my oh God. My God. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. And then uh, I, I love the, one of my favorite jokes is uh, the idea that everyone rented the lottery by Shirley
1: Jackson. <laughs> not rented. Took it out of the library yeah. because. It's rented.
2: And Borrowed.
1: What's you the difference? a library
2: book, you rent a DVD. What is the difference? Library Those Hertz are free. synonyms. Library card's no. free. What? So it's free. Rental implies money. Very Does good. it? Yeah. Does it good. actually? That's why the borrowing, because you're going to return it. Yeah. So when, you when rent people
0: a rent things from me, they're actually borrowing? Yeah, correct. Oh do you say, Do you use the word rent with I your friends? often do. That is do. weird. Yeah. What, well, are rents up there from, really? Well, and I should have charged them money, because a lot of them I don't have anymore, because they just kept them. Well, that's, you're not, yeah. Jurassic Park. you
1: being a bad businessman. I well, I didn't think it was a business at the time. Well, it obviously wasn't. Yeah. So, we all took advantage because you, you were did, bad at yes. it. So. You did, yes. Thank you. Anyway, yeah.
0: people borrow yeah. The Lottery by Shirley Jackson, which at the time of viewing this episode, I had no idea what that was. Uh, we did read in English
2: class eventually, and it's a it's a scary story. Yeah. Oh, it's an actual... See, and I literally... Had, don't, and I've read a book occasionally in my life. I'm familiar oh, with it. Oh, you've not read The Lottery? Like, you, no. should, you should read it. It's, did, it's should very did.
0: short and it's very, it's okay. a, a, so basically it's about um, this society where uh, they need to cull the population. I don't, I'm, I might be butchering the, the. but basically there's a lottery that's held where whoever draw whoever's number is drawn gets publicly stoned. Oh, okay. And that's the that's the main. Oh, that's I mean, it's, it's a that, twist. That makes right? that joke so,
2: a lot funnier. Yeah. So yeah. so it's
0: a twist in the book, like yeah. where you don't know what's going to happen right. with this lottery, but everyone's nervous about it. Right. And then, of course, one of our main characters in the book ends up being the one getting stoned, and so they're like, "I think their family needs to do it too," and they're like, oh, "So they have to goodness. stone their own child or it's something." It's for
1: harvest. Is it for harvest? <laughs> yeah, it's so like the Wicker can, Man. It's so they can have a good harvest, good you know, corn. That's a funny reference that i did not get at yeah. all so, yeah because uh, like i know this because a stunning but, what does he once say again once again south park <laughs> does no like an actual like beat i know for beat. yeah it's a um, britney spears one right yeah britney's yeah. fabulous new look or she has no head <laughs> yeah uh and then they just stone her in the middle of a cornfield and then like harvest the, oh, will be good this year <laughs>
0: yeah um but what is Ken Kent Brockham describes it as a, a chilling tale of conformity gone mad? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the idea is that, yeah. you know, everyone's conformed to this public stoning, and so they do it even though they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And he sets fire to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great... Uh, uh, Joke later when he's reading dog surgery or whatever canine, canine surgery. surgery, and he throws yep. it in the fire, and then we see
2: Bill Cosby's Fatherhood, Fahrenheit four five one, and then the the lottery, the lottery. And that's one of those ones I wonder. Like, I feel like writers' room spend a lot of time. Like, well, what are we going to put in the fire? Like, which <laughs> books are we putting in the fire? <laughs> yeah, it's and we've like seen Fatherhood on the on the series before. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: like Saturdays of Thunder was the episode. It was right? yeah. it was Saturdays of so Thunder. It was like five ten episodes before this. Yeah. So it's it's also a callback, but it's also I like it's a nice there idea are... that like Homer's like nah.
1: <laughs> this episode is full of callbacks. There's yes. three. There's at least 3. <laughs> at least 3 callbacks in this episode. Yeah. There's but Skinner's I'm, face, uh post want to see my body. See my body. Yeah. The Michael Jackson, Michael Express Jackson expressway.
2: What is that a callback to? That was funny. The Michael me. Jackson
0: episode. So there's an episode where Michael Jackson guest stars? Is that that early in the series? It's the first
2: episode of season 3. I thought that was way later in the series. Yeah. If I had to guess, yeah, that's the one where like it, we, you're not sure, like kind of throughout the whole thing, if it's him, basically, right? Like that's yeah. kind of the gag. Well, or, at least I, as a kid, I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's what I'm watching the first time. Yeah, <laughs> the absolutely. idea was like, you, I was it like, wasn't, oh, maybe that's Michael did he voice Jackson it or did he weird? not? Like, is it a right. reference that they didn't get him to voice it? Right, it's, right. Yeah, something like that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't credit himself as Michael yeah. Jackson. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so it was voiced by him. But uh, so Mayor Quimby in that episode says, you know, because everyone's excited for Michael Jackson to come to town. And he's like, I dubbed this expressway the Michael Jackson expressway or whatever. Yeah. And so that's what it's called in this episode. So weird sense of continuity there. Yep. And then, the, of course, the uh, fatherhood was the third reference.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's
2: Chubb? Uh not meat. That's what I've gathered <laughs> from the episode.
1: Well, I was going to look it up, and I forgot. My, yeah,
2: it. my my guess was that it was... looked like some kind of... Like, green. I thought it's like a kind of fish. But mm-hmm. I agree, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like they're not doing it. I thought, like... like maybe a vegetable high in protein or something. So, that's why I felt like it iron. almost isn't anything. That they just kind of made something up. Because I thought Chubb was a reference to a fish, is what I... Th- thought that, like if I was to guess look. it would be very
0: anti Simpsons writers to make up a food, so my guess is they found yes. one of the most it,
2: obscure foods It's as I suspected, it is a thick bodied European river fish with oh. gray, green, black, white underparts popular with anglers, great, yeah. Which is why, yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's a it's a weird choice. Like, it's not that funny a joke, even if you know. Like, I know, it and I don't find it that funny. Like, I don't know why they didn't just go with turnips or. I don't well, know.
0: I think what's funny about it, at least for me, and let me yeah. an, 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 yeah. analyze this joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, it's not an analyst, but it's just I think the the part that's funny is Homer's reaction, where she's like, you know, instead of pork chop night, which is his favorite food, we're gonna have chub night, and he's just like, chub. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So he can't even be upset because he yeah. doesn't understand it. Right. So it can't like if it was something like you know instead of pork chops we're having vegetables he'd be like no I don't want vegetables you know but this in this sense it's like he's ready to be outraged but he's just like uh, huh he <laughs> can't yeah. even be
2: outraged. Yeah, what is now? that? That's fair. So I guess they had to sit around and think of something that something obscure enough that yeah, yeah. that yeah that most people wouldn't know.
1: Yeah. We have the first appearance of the uh, vet. The, the vet surgeon. Yeah. Does he return a lot? He doesn't return a lot. He I shows he's, up. He's
0: in one other episode?
1: He shows right? up again, yeah. It, remember uh, it's a bit. clip show. It's the one where... <laughs> Wait, so his return is the clip no, from no, no, this no, episode? No, 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 He's actually in the episode where Homer gets blown up by the Duff... Yeah, the first Simpsons clip show. Yeah, the very yeah. first one. And um, he comes into the hospital... Oh, and it's like, wait, weren't you that dog? Oh yeah, yeah. that's that, that's just an excuse to have that clip. Yeah, gotcha, one hundred percent.
0: That's fun. Yeah, right. I like the I like the vet. I think he's a funny character.
2: Yeah, I do too. Uh,
0: the, the basketball part, shot. This is the part us. of the it's, job I yeah. hate. Yeah. After, <laughs> um, and I also love. What does he say? He's like, uh, you know, uh, I love saving animals, but they can never thank me. Well, the parrots can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that in this episode? Yeah. yeah.
2: Why do I not
0: remember? That? <laughs> well, the parrots can. I just watch that. Parrots.
1: What's wrong with this little.
0: Not parents. I said parrots. Oh, okay. I heard parents.
2: You heard wrong. All right. Oh. Just clarifying. I hate it when you guys fight. Yeah, most
0: people okay. do. <laughs> um about. All right. Greg quits. <laughs> Here's a
1: bingo. I'm back. <laughs> All right. So. Um, when. Uh, when when he finally does go in under the knife for surgery, um, the the dog door to heaven I thought was a pretty dog door. Yeah, yeah. and it uh, was a hey, boy. It's a good boy. Yeah, Harry Shearer That's is God. God. Yeah. once again, once again. That's very nice. Um, oh, we didn't mention the um, uh, the quick the, the quick appearance from Mister Burns mm-hmm. uh, when Homer goes to see him about getting money. <laughs> that's a great visual
0: gag with the button yeah where he's like you know I know you're a good man and he like withdraws Yeah, he's like I have a dog who's very sick click 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 click, click. yeah and then the hired is this the first appearance of the hired this this the first it? and yeah. does
2: is that a recurring thing because I was it waiting for a drop uh, the, the drop do- uh, oh the trap, trap door underneath him yeah, yeah. I think in general, like, it's just kind of a recurring joke that Burns has all these
0: devices in his office that he uses because there's the pneumatic tube at one point that comes down and sucks up Charlie or whatever his name is.
1: But he prefers the human touch of hired goons. That's right. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: he's got the thing to call the hired goons. He's got the trap door. Lenny falls in there once. Yeah. Um, and uh, he almost sends... Uh, Bart almost sends Homer down it. But That's right. decides not to and yeah. says uh, Burns down it instead. That's right. Try to land on Lenny's carcass. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, Burns well, is always a great appearance. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're big fans of
1: Burns here on the podcast, as we've mentioned many times. Absolutely. <laughs> so the, um, the family has to deal with all of these cutbacks, and probably the one that makes me the most upset, as per usual, is Homer dancing for a quarter, dancing and singing for a mm. quarter, in Moe's. Because this, I don't know why, this time it really got to me hmm. how dark this was. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm all I'm thinking bunch is bunch of drunks yeah. just like yeah. o- all I'm thinking is Homer, AA meetings are free. <laughs> you know that, right? Like but he wants beer, why would he go to an AA meeting?
0: Yeah, that seems like the opposite of what he wants. No, I know I don't exactly. understand why.
1: Like the thing is, he has a huge problem. It's crazy how big the how I see. like I how, see. how what
0: you call problem I call passion. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: has like it, like his jokes, his, Greg
2: jokes about alcohol. It's
1: <laughs> his alcoholism is a is a huge problem, and it is never truly addressed until Duffless, and even then, not really. Kind of lost over, yeah.
2: But he's only he's not an alcoholic in comparison to like Barney, who is. If anything, should be a dark. But well, so no, no, a, no, Homer's, no. A Homer's a functioning yeah, alcoholic. Yeah, there's a big right? difference. Whereas Homer's Barney a functioning is
1: alcoholic. just an alcohol. I don't know, inf- unfunctioning alcoholic. I don't know. Just for, for alcoholic. Alcohol. Sure. Who knows? No, whatever. Um, but like Homer needs beer to function.
2: I don't think it's actually true. Like, he doesn't have a beer before he goes to work. He doesn't drink at work. Like, that we see. It's, he drinks, like, at home after work, and he drinks at Moe's, and that's it. No,
0: I think, like, to be to be perfectly honest, I think his uh, his drinking is very uh, sporadic, very um, not consistent. Yeah. But there are episodes where he's very much portrayed as an al- a, like, functioning alcoholic, where he yeah. does, like, drink in the morning, and he does, you know. But there are also episodes where, you know, it shows him after drinking, like, 12 beers, and he's it's like, oh, like... You make me wanna wretch, <laughs> And, uh, and I think that's, like, a more accurate de- de- uh, depiction of who Homer is, is that he, he enjoys his beer, but he doesn't need it to, to function. But, like I said, there are episodes where it does kind of paint that picture, so. It's very, uh... uh it's fluid. sporadic. Yeah, yeah, fluid,
1: yeah. Um, just like the school. And these ones, and, and when it is, when it is like this, I'm like, oh, God. It's sad, yeah. Yeah, it makes me,
2: it makes me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's I guess you're bringing in like I watched it just in that, and it was like it was like he's a guy who likes to have a beer and he his <laughs> beer allowance like it's his allowance, and he doesn't right. have that because of the because of the budget, and so he's du- doing doing for that, and it's a funny joke, I guess i didn't like i, I seriously yeah i'm mean, I'm like, more with was... you
0: in that sense yeah. where i didn't I didn't see it as super dark. I was just like, oh I like he
1: really wants his beer, and he so he has to <laughs> go to this level, but for me, it reminds me of the episode where he goes where he misses Lisa's recital right because he needs beer because he need, like he just needed to have a beer right? his pony. yeah and it um it's like these it's, it's so easily and that's the thing it's like it's
0: often used as a storytelling device to make yeah. uh you know his relationship with lisa or his relationship with marge or anyone uh negative because of his alcoholism alcoholism why do i say it that way um <laughs> alcoholism Ooh, he <laughs> yeah. emphasized the wrong syllable um yeah. but uh yeah for this in this instance uh I didn't see it that way, but i can I can understand why you would like be reminded of those moments so very much yeah but um so <laughs> so yeah so the the lottery stuff happens the you know the surgery stuff happens, and then we get this weird kind of third third act does it even start in the third act where he's Ran away. It's a little jumble. He
1: runs. I think. Yeah, he, he runs he, he away run at the end of the second act. Yeah, that's, yeah, he runs away, and then the the rest of the the act is is him like running away. Wandering, but it's also him being taken in by Burns, being trained, trained. to be uh, an attack dog, and then also Bart being finding him. saved by yeah. Bart. And it's it's too much. It's that's, all, yeah, it's that's all a a bit, whole like episode. that. That whole episode, op-
0: exactly. That could be a whole episode. Just the dog runs away. They're trying to find him. Burns takes him in, teaches him to be attack dog. Bart finds him as an attack dog, is not immediately able to save him, and has to, like, work at it. Yeah. That would be a uh, more... Uh, less succinct... Yeah.
2: And that's kind of naturally what you would expect. Yeah. That expect might have that. been, like, the first draft... Yeah. ...of the episode. Honestly. And then they had so many lottery jokes. <laughs> and they, they
1: were did. like, <laughs> but these are <laughs> but really you guys, funny. We've been sitting on these jokes for we a while. We need a lottery
0: episode. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, I think overall for me, like I, I, I think the episode's really funny. But yeah, the the fact that the story kind of wraps up too quickly, I think, uh, kind of falls makes apart a, in the third act. Ma-
1: yeah, it makes it a little less, yeah. little clunkier than I'm, uh, I prefer in my Simpsons episodes. That being said, Frank Welker does an um, uh, Emmy-worthy job. Of course, yeah. Santa's Little Helper.
0: Go to the guest house once more and yeah.
1: visit Frank Welker. That's right.
0: Who's my favorite voice actor. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Is he, he's your favorite? He's my favorite voice yeah. actor, yeah. Okay. Who I think does is, he do other than? Other than Santa's Little Helper? Okay, so anytime uh, you've heard, like, an animal in an episode, or sorry, in, like, pretty much anything he's generally the guy that they hire because he can do he can do dogs he can do cats he can do horses he can do birds he can do dolphins he can do fish um fish don't make sounds um (laughs) but i'm sure he doesn't uh he can do a dog and a cat fighting like just with his voice like he doesn't need to record both sides he just does it just with his voice um but he's also well known as being um the voice of uh, many of the Decepticons in the Transformers, including Megatron. Excellent. Okay. Um, okay. He and tons. Uh, oh, uh, Fred from Scooby Doo. He's also Fred. Um, he did. He did tons of like cartoons in the you know, okay, seventies and eighties yeah. and nineties. And uh, for me, my first experience with him, I'm sure, that I re- like knew, I was like, I really like that voice actor, was Abu in Aladdin. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. Uh, and he also did uh, Nibbler in Futurama, right. both the speaking voice and the like animal voice. Oh,
2: he so, did speaker as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So that's nice. yeah. really
1: cool. A very talented voice actor. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the few actual like trained voice actors on The Simpsons, hmm. who, who appears semi-regularly on The Simpsons. Aside from the cast, you mean. None of them are are actually trained voice actors, except for Nancy Explain Cartwright. Trained. Uh, went to went like, like went to a school went f- to a school okay. to hone their abilities as voice actors. weren't just like, hey, I can make really goofy voices. Yeah, Jan Castellaneta started as as an improviser and he could do goofy voices. Julie right. Kavner only does her voice. Yeah, Geordie <laughs> Smith only does her voice. Yeah. Um, Nancy Cartwright, once again, the only one who in the regular cast who was trained as a Mm-hmm. As a voice actor. Uh, and then, of course, we have Harry Shearer, who is a comedian. Yeah. Right? Uh, Hank Azaria w- was a. He sort live... as an actor more than. Yeah, he, more than Hank a voice Azaria actor. was live yeah. act- acting, and that was what he wanted to do, and he still does yeah. a lot. Um, he's just good at impressions. Yep. Yeah. And he just like tweaks his impressions a little bit yeah. when he does voices. Um, so. It's just incredible that they got this cast that happens to be able to do this because most of them are, are just holdovers from the Tracy Allman show. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because yeah. Dan Castellaneta and Julie Kavner were Tracy Allman regulars on the live action parts. Right. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> A little Simpsons history for you. Boom! That's why we are an encyclopedic compendium. That's right. Seasons 1 through 10. <laughs> <laughs> Um so uh reference desk? Let's go
0: there. Beep, 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 beep. Clockwork Orange! Of course. <laughs> That's just one normal. of my favorites. Yeah. Favorite uh, references, I should say. Yeah. The movie's fine. Yeah. Um <laughs> I just don't want people to think it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um uh, they play they have Beethoven playing as well during it, so it's yep. not only a visual reference but a
1: yep. audio reference as well. Um Lassie. <laughs>
0: Sure. Well, um, when when Homer yeah. starts talking about doggy heaven and doggy hell, there's also, a bunch of references there. Him
1: like pulling the, the sounds of a little helper pulling that. Oh, sure. from the, yeah. from, the, from the burning building. Yeah. Um uh oh yeah, Adolf Hitler's dog. <laughs> what?
2: is that a reference to something it's other to, than Adolf, <laughs> Adolf like, Hitler's dog. His dog's no, like, name is Blondie. We count that as a reference? Did Adolf Hitler have a dog? Yeah, his oh, dog's okay. name is
1: Blondie and mm, of course uh, apparently was his name Blondie and blue eyes like uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> on the nose there. Hitler hey, uh, hey. <laughs> uh, lived from 1941 to April 29th of 1945. <laughs> Given to him as a gift from Martin Bormann. Wait,
0: so his dog lived longer than he did? Makes sense.
2: It's possible. I, I,
0: when did Hitler die? End of the Second I World don't War. Remember. Which is 44. It's good, you guys no. have
1: encyclopedic knowledge of the know but, you know, World yeah. War II, shit sure like that. No, World no, 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 no. Okay. This is how it went, alright? Hitler dies <laughs> uh-huh. in 1945. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, the war ends in Germany, in Europe, VE Day, on May 8th, 1945. My brother's birthday. Okay. So, Not Hitler the year, commits the suicide in the, in the bunker on April 30th. Okay. The day after his dog dies, coincidence? Oh, oh shit. shit! They
0: knew. They knew if they got to his dog, he'd kill yeah, himself. Exactly. <laughs> so they poisoned the dog. That was the only thing he conspiracy. was conspiracy. Wow! Wow, we blew, just, blew the lid right off. This. Yeah. <laughs> World War Two. <II. laughs> How come no one has World War Two conspiracies? It's all like nine eleven and Boston bombings and yeah. And
2: so uh, yeah. I don't know. So we're gonna save that for the conspiracy podcast. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: of course, like all those books that we referenced earlier. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's like that's all I really have. There's mentions to um, to Michael Jackson again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brockman's Butler tells Kent that his pet llama bit Ted Kennedy. So oh, good. A good reference. Uh, book report on Copernicus. Um. And oh, I wanted to mention that
0: the uh, the part where the student, the hair cutting student, the squeaky voice teen, mm-hmm. basically uh, cuts his hair and says it happened again. That's like a Is that that's
1: a, the first time. That I happens? think it
0: might be the first time, but it's a common occurrence. Yeah. With the squeaky voice teen where yeah. he does something and then complains or says to his boss like it's happened again. Yeah, implying he does this often.
1: Like when Homer.
2: <laughs> Rolls through the toll booth with, with all the fruits the... and vegetables. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mr.
2: Johansson, it is that again. the first time? Like that character is like actually one of my favorite art, like squeaky voice. To... Yeah,
0: yeah. So voice... the voice usually
2: is fast food, though.
0: Yeah, the voice is uh, consistent uh, throughout, but the like depiction of him with like the freckle, the freckles, the pimples, and everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't think has shown up yet. I can't yeah. recall if he's had no because that visual appearance. once But they, the voice. Like, once he been... does the visual, yeah. that's
2: they they stick of they, they stick with that, and that guy. Didn't look like him no
0: yeah. yeah but they but they had that voice long before maybe not long before but before the yeah. the visual look of him i think it might be the crusty gets canceled episode that's that's the first appearance i can remember him in but he might be way earlier than that mm. because i just
1: remember him with the taco well that is season four yeah so it's coming up pretty good so it, it could be there yeah we'll find out um so this is actually really really interesting here um, final reference, I swear. Uh, in this episode, Mr. Burns' mansion is on the corner of Croesus uh, and Mammon Street, uh, which is oh, a... uh famous intersection. Ref- right, that Well, one. it's yeah. a reference to yeah. a biblical demon that symbolizes greed. Wow. So they got really, that's really obscure with their... Like, yeah, you
0: should dive that deep. That's, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Some egghead probably came out with that one. Yeah. Some college boy. Uh, <laughs> Harvard eggheads, park his car in a Harvard yard. So, uh, just before we get to our favorite joke, I just uh, a really strange thing I thought that is really out of character is the whole kind of like who closed the gate mm-hmm. sequence. Yeah, uh, Lisa saying close the gate, Maggie, does not land for me at all. You know what it I mean? Just, like it's does, just it's does just Maggie do she's anything? Sleepy? Does it just well, no? Maggie just does her usual baby thing and rolls it's, over. Maggie like he doesn't. Lisa should know. Lisa should know that Maggie wouldn't close it. It would make more sense if she asked Snowball to do it, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. But, because, uh, like, at least it's her kitty, right? Yeah. Like, in her sleep state, it would make sense if she... I don't know. It just seemed really strange in a way to kind of force the idea that no one's going to get up and close the gate. Um, I liked, you know, obviously Homer telling Bart to do it and Bart telling Lisa to do it. I just think the the thing after that should have been something else other than Lisa mm. saying, close the gate, Maggie.
2: I like. I don't know why I, no, I, I like the, uh, the joke right before it with... When Homer, uh, he doesn't just like straight up lie, or he does. Right. But he gets he's like, busted. "Did you close the gate?" And yeah. He's like, yes. "Yes." And you hear it like
0: knocking. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you I mean tonight?" Mean, tonight. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. And then, I mean, yeah, you almost don't need to tell Everyone else, you could almost just like have him just like this just time. Like, and oh, still go to sleep. yeah. I guess he,
0: I guess he ran away because he forgot to close the gate. You idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just a weird thing.
1: Then I, I don't know. I think the whole idea was that everyone's to blame. In the family. No, I, I, like, I understand I'm not why they did it. it. I just a, I think it didn't ring true for her character. No, right I, I don't think it's a good joke, and I don't think it, it works, but I, I think the, the purpose of it in the context of the episode is Right, to, you couldn't blame it on one. It yeah, wasn't just Dad's fault for letting the... Yeah, it's to cast the blanket of blame on the whole yeah. Simpsons family. Hmm. Except for Maggie, because she was bundled up on a Crown Royal deck. <laughs> this is weird.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's funny, because it's, you know, they're... Budget cuts. So yeah, they have to use a crown royal bag, which they can afford apparently. Uh, I thought that was really cute,
1: actually. Yeah. A little That's baby in a crown
0: royal bag. purple looks good on her. Yeah, it's a royal color.
1: Why not? Um, favorite regal. joke. Uh, my favorite joke is Homer getting away, getting taken away by the hired goose. Okay. Uh, and then um, the exchange between Burns and Smithers. People like dogs, sir. <laughs> If I started sniffing
0: at your crotch and slobbering all over you, what would you say if you did it, sir? <laughs> that is a
2: good, yeah, and, a good joke.
0: And again, a good example of Smithers being into Burns and yeah. only Burns, not just being a gay He's character. He's burn-sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I actually I have three jokes I want to mention uh, um, because Reapers, I couldn't Reapers. decide between them. But uh, a joke that was all, like, when I first saw this episode, it was probably the joke I had remembered and quoted the most uh, after it as a kid, and it's, you know, well, he may be the richest man in the world, but there's one thing he can't buy. What's that? A dinosaur. <laughs> I just love how, like, he's, he has to think about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, a di- like, yeah, no one can buy that. He can't so, get a dinosaur. And he's, like, he just seems, like, so proud of his, his answer. Um... And then the other one is the one-off character who has the Gamecock at the vet, yeah. And she's he'll like, fight. I'm afraid it will never fight again. Oh, that's where you're wrong. He'll fight and he'll win. <laughs> and finally, I think if I had to choose one, this one's my favorite, and it's because it's so, such a strange turn for Homer, and it's when Grandpa's like, I knew we wouldn't win. And he's like, well, why didn't you tell the rest of us? <laughs> Why did you keep it a secret? (laughs) He's so sincerely angry at his father for not telling him you aren't going to win the lottery. It's so funny. And he knocks the table away. Like he's ready to fight his father.
1: (laughs) His elderly father.
0: (laughs) And then like immediately like... In Bart's face where he's like, if you were, tw- or
1: wh- whatever, <laughs> you <laughs> we would
0: win. But no, you
1: had to beat him. <laughs> and, oh my god, the rage in him oh, is palpable. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and it doesn't freak me out and it doesn't feel too dark in that moment because it's just like, it's, it's him just reacting honestly. Yeah. Right? It's why him choking Bart never makes me anything but laugh. Right? <laughs>
2: Interesting. So, okay. child abuse. That Greg horrific Wilson? act of no child problem. abuse. Yeah. Alcoholism. is spin with it. Yeah. That it's dark and screechy and yeah. Too far. And, guys. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too far. No, none of that. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's not that it's too far. It's just that it was
2: like made me uncomfortable. My joke is uh, is like it's not the funniest joke in it, but and it's not even the kind of joke. It's slapstick, which I don't usually like. But it's the guy with the fucking wheelbarrow of tickets. He walks out of the quickie mart, and, it, <laughs> yeah, and they it all blow blows away. The away. Yeah. And I don't know. Why. It's just like, why would you take a wheelbarrow? <laughs> like, of course they did. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it's not the kind of joke I usually like. I just. It's, it's maybe nice, uh, yeah. 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 like Schadenfreude. Yeah. Yeah. You idiot. That's what you get. There's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, another
1: really great wheelbarrow gag with um, the the hundred tacos for hundred dollars. Oh. And comic book guy wheelbarrow. This should prove adequate sustenance for the Doctor Who marathon.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good yeah. wheelbarrow jokes. Yeah, yeah. wheelbarrow is a natural, natural prop comedy. Yeah, like. yeah.
1: Because yeah. it's such a, it's a strange thing to see anywhere outside of yeah. a garden. Yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> it's very, you know, and it's just not practical. Like yeah. there's nothing to you do. You had to go except... and purchase that wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah, at at like a Home Depot. Yeah. Put it in your, in your car <laughs> or like borrow a truck from somebody sure, and it. then drive it down to the quickie bar and say, give me enough to yeah, fill this so wheelbarrow, much. not to the top, but over the, over top. the top.
0: Yeah. Get as many as we can on there.
1: It's like, it's a, the, the winds are like 20, 10 kilometers an hour today. Mm-hmm. That'll be more than enough to blow away all your tickets. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Shut up. Fill my wheelbarrow. So impractical.
0: Alright, so, do we have anything else to say about this episode?
1: Uh, I think I'm alright. I think like I'm good. Great. I feel good about it. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I feel good. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> great. Well, that uh, that should wrap us up here, then, at the Two Bad Neighbors. Super. Um. Thanks to Charles Neto for guesting on this podcast. Uh, surprise to
2: him! Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Bad neighbors, two bad neighbors, two, two bad neighbors. Uh, yeah, well, thanks well, so bad neighbors. Bad neighbors, plural, in more than, but yeah, two's more specific. Two bad neighbors. Yeah.
0: It's, well, it's, there's an episode of the Simpsons called Two Bad Neighbors. I assume. I assumed that was, <laughs> I was gonna... it's the one <laughs> where he beats
2: up President Bush? Oh, <laughs> such a good episode. former, former, former President Bush. Former, Bush. I was yeah. thinking about it when I watched uh, the episode we watched today, where the old lady is watching Bart get. taken Oh yeah, away it's and about time. Like, ah, about yeah. time. I was like, I was like, oh, I bet that's the Bushes house that's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. what I thought so yeah. yeah that's a great episode it's not
0: but uh, oh really no it's <laughs> the like, Laura Powers move into that house
2: yeah it's not the Bush's house yeah, it's, oh. it's the
0: episode in season 4 uh, New Kid on the Block penned by Conan O'Brien oh. yeah. uh, the Powers move in there yeah oh, Ruth yeah. Powers Re- and Laura Powers replace the Winfields yeah so the, yeah, the, ma- the uh, Bush house is right across the street so the opposite street not next to them oh okay and uh, they make a, they hang a lampshade on that joke uh, when they see it and they're like how come I never noticed this house before
1: you yeah <laughs> Because the, the
0: camera's always pointing at the Simpsons house. Um, but yeah, so uh, if, you have any, uh, subs- subscriptions. if you have any subscriptions if you'd have any subscriptions you like us to check out. <laughs> <laughs> please let us know. We always love reading our magazines. That's right. <laughs> um, no, if you have any suggestions or uh, corrections or omissions, or if you'd like to guest on the podcast, please uh, drop us a line at the Hammock District on 3rd at gmail.com, uh, or hit us up on Twitter uh, at Bad Neighbors Pod. And uh, check us out on Facebook as well, uh, Two Bad Neighbors on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, next time we'll be covering uh, two more episodes of Season 3 as we uh, get close to the end and head towards Christmas. Uh, Colonel Homer and Black Widower. Mm. So we'll be uh, sprucing up the guest house for that one. That's right. (laughs) I'm very excited. Yes, we always are. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, thanks again to Charles for guesting. Uh, Thanks, Greg, for the hats. Oh, don't
1: thank me. Thank our team. Uh, Thanks, team. Right.
0: Thanks to me, the then. Wad fur. <laughs> the Wadfur. The <laughs> Wadfur. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. We're going to have to work
2: out the off. It's still not good.